Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Thanks to Copes and MC for steering us through breakfast this morning. Summer breakfast continues, of course, tomorrow morning, but we're here with uh, you for the next three hours on this 24th day of January. So Wednesday with a huge night ahead of us. Cannot wait for the BBL final at the SCG. Dougie Bollinger will be alongside me in commentary for that one. And Douglas will join me later on in the program. But a very, very big matchup at the Sydney Cricket Ground between the Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. So we'll talk about cricket, obviously, at length. And Barat Sundarayson will join me because... The second test starts tomorrow. And in fact, Copes just said to me, he goes, what happens if you, weirdly enough, gets washed out tonight and the weather looks absolutely perfect? Well, if you weren't with us yesterday when that question was posed, the answer is it's an 11 o'clock start tomorrow for the BBL final if they don't get a match done tonight. Because then it has to roll straight into the start of the second test, the day-nighter at the Gabba. But all that is a massive hypothetical because the weather today around Sydney, 31 degrees across the city, 36 in our west. No sign at the moment of any rain on the radar whatsoever. Tomorrow and Friday, 35 degrees plus along the coast. It is going to get really hot in the next couple of days. So as I mentioned, Dougie and Barat joining me to talk both BBL and Test Cricket today. Brett Phillips will have everything from the Australian Open as we get into day 11, the second round of the quarterfinals. And I'll run you through that in just a second. And Pam Whaley from Code Sports will be with me. She's written a great article this morning that summarises what's been happening with the David Nofaluma situation. Now, yesterday when we were on air, the termination letter was handed to Nofaluma and his agent. And we thought that tonight it would play out in the board meeting with player, agent and the club. It didn't even make it that far. They decided to accept the payout and move on. As Pam has said in in her Code Sports column this morning, it's a temperature-setting move, and it counts as Benji's first big call, and it will have reverberations throughout the playing group and the club itself. Do you think that this is a line-in-the-sand moment for the West Tigers? So many changes are happening, but this is a big one and a really big call and a brutal call, especially when you remember the history of Benji Marshall and David Nofaluma as players together. So a really big line in the sand, line in the sand moment and a temperature-setting move. We'll cross to Pam Whaley a little bit later on and get to the bottom of all that. 0457 736 736 is my text line. 1300 1170 is the open line. And in a few moments, I want you to have your say on athletes 
having their say. Now, we do this every single day, but it's much more topical this morning for a number of reasons. So we'll do that in just a second. The quarterfinals today at the Australian Open, they begin at midday. Linda Noskova against Diana Yastremska. So the qualifier up against the 19-year-old Czech player in the first of the quarterfinals. Hubert Herkach and Daniil Medvedev will follow that one. Then we've got Kalinskaya and Zhen from China to play in the evening quarterfinal with the last match tonight, Alexander Sverev and Carlos Alcaraz. So that's the lineup today. Yesterday and last night, well, Novak got there in the end. 7-6-4-6-6-2-6-3, defeating Taylor Fritz from the United States, who's yet to beat Novak. I think it's 0-9 now is the record. Djokovic will play Yannick Sinner in the semifinals, who defeated Andre Rublev quite comfortably in the end. 6-4-7-6-6-3. And then on the women's side of things, we'll have Coco Goff and Arena Sabalenka Bottom side of the draw there. Both of those going through with great wins yesterday. I mean, Goff was pushed to a third set by Marta Kostyuk, who's certainly one to watch. 7-6-6-7-6-2. Coco Goff, the US Open champion, goes through to her first Australian Open semi-final. And Sabalenka, the defending champ, who's on a run now of five straight Grand Slam semi-final appearances after all four last year. Um, she made it through with a straight sets win. Brett Phillips will have all of that. Now, let's get to this issue of the day, of athletes having their say, the, the real side of athletes. And it's a pretty simple question, this one. What do we want from our athletes? Do we want them to stay in their lane or do we want them to say it like it is? I think a lot of us go towards the second part of that question. And quite often, it's weird how it works out. When they don't say anything, they get slammed. When they do say something, they get slammed. We, on, in the media, are the ones who put the microphones in front of them, get them on the line, have chats to them. There are always questions that are going to be a little bit weird. But athletes, on the whole, know that that's part of their responsibility. So let's start, of course, with Pat Cummins. Face the media yesterday, was asked around a whole stack of things now, this guy gets it. He understands. He's been around and he's a very clear thinker. And I was interested to know how he was going to handle the issue of the Australia Day scenario that Cricket Australia have been falling over themselves to try and explain. That was the job of the CEO. And the CEO didn't do a very good job of that at all. Is it the job of the Australian captain? I don't know. But he was asked his opinion on it, and he gave his opinion. My personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. It's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate. In particular, a sport like cricket, which has such diversity, and you get a good spectrum of um, just the community, I think, and, and a good, um, good feel for what the community um, kind of expects. So, yeah, knowing couple of those you know players that you mentioned you, you hear the stories and their feelings um, so I think it does yeah gather extra importance something like Jan 26 it does mean some something different to different people yeah, it's going to be uh, a tough day for some Australia is meant to be a celebration of, of everything Australia in our history I, I think we could choose a better date so Pat Cummins there having 
his say after being asked for his opinion on it. And as he said right there, a personal opinion. When I jumped in the car this morning, one of the first things I heard, one of the first, oh, you should stay out of politics and stay out of this and stop trying to tell us what we can and can't do and all that kind of stuff. Let's, let, let's cut through the crap here. Pat Cummins is completely entitled to his opinion. Not only that, he was specifically asked for his opinion. What's he meant to do? Avoid it and be slammed? Or like I said, answer it and be slammed. Or he can be himself, offer his opinion that he's held for quite a while and leave it at that, knowing full well that the clickbait territory is going into an overdrive. It's kind of the old gotcha question. Pat Cummins was not telling us what we should think. He was telling us what he thinks after being asked to do so. He's not telling us where we should stand. He was telling us where he stands after being asked to do so. And he also offered an alternative, which is absolutely his right and is often a step that most people find too difficult to even think about, let alone verbalise. We cannot confuse or try to join Cricket Australia's Australia Day policy and Pat Cummins' opinion. One's a corporate decision. Whether you think it's right or wrong, it's a corporate decision made by the entity and delivered terribly. The other's a personal opinion, delivered simply and clearly. When it comes to delivery and clarity, they haven't always been the strong points for Nick Kyrgios. So weird that we're going to mix Paddy Cummins into Nick Kyrgios. I haven't always agreed with what Nick Kyrgios has been on about, the way he goes about his business. Talented, yes. Entertaining, absolutely. But the carry-on, no. No thanks for me. But I'll tell you this. One thing that I discovered about Nick Kyrgios early on in his career is that tennis is not his everything. More interested in basketball, mostly at the time. And now more interested in travelling the world, hanging out, talking to various people. But now it seems we're getting the real Nick Kyrgios. And guess what? It's not that different to the original, which has been a bit of a surprise for me. He still goes about his business differently, but the boundaries are certainly changing. And I reckon we're getting a clearer picture of what's been a mixed up, muddled up, shook up world that Nick Kyrgios has been living in. An article in the Sydney Morning Herald this morning has given us an insight into where he's at and where he's been. I'll read you parts of it. He says that I sat down with my agent a couple of days ago to talk about my future and the reality is there's a part of me that knows my time in the sport may be over and I'm okay with that. I'm at a crossroads in my career and I've reached a point where life after tennis is a prospect that excites me. He says, I know I can be one of the best in the world and win major tournaments. If my body lets me, the fire still burns, but it's not my everything. He also speaks about the Olympics. One thing I'll guarantee, though, he says, is that if I am fit and ready to play, I won't be making myself available for the Olympics. The way I was treated by the AOC and former chef de mission, Kitty Chiller, will never be forgotten. To ban me from playing at the 26 games was a disgrace. I was number 13 at the time and had a genuine chance at winning a medal. For them to forbid me from representing my country for behavioural reasons is something that I just can't forget. And he says, I wanted to play for my country, but let's be honest, haven't exactly felt like Australia has wanted me to represent it either. Sport is entertainment, and I like to think that I put on a show, but the curtain has to close at some point. So there's another athlete who's having his say, 
and delivering it clearly, in my opinion, not holding back, telling it like it is, and giving us some clarity. So in Kyrgios and Cummins, two very different athletes have spoken, maybe controversially, but in their words. So do we want them to stay in their lane or do we want them to have their opinion and come out and tell it like it is? And then, of course, we can make up our own opinions. Then we have Matt Burton in the middle of this one. (laughs) This is an absolute beauty. On the Josh Mansour podcast, Let's Trot, So Josh and Matt Burton are sitting down and they have the listener questions. You may have heard this, but let's put this into the perspective of what we've just spoken about. Very controversial issues that Pat Cummins has dealt with. Very controversial um, person that Nick Kyrgios is. And then the lighter side of this one where sometimes it's best not to say anything. Do you believe in that the world is flat? If no, some people do. What would you say to them? That is a good question, but it's the most random. I was not expecting that at all. That's a tough one, eh? Do you believe the world is flat? I don't. I don't know, eh? Yeah, I believe it is. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You believe the world's flat? Yeah. You're such well, a like it's round. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's obviously flat because if it was, I don't know. So- <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> Yep, sometimes it's better just to say nothing at all, but it's a pretty good scope of what we're talking about this morning. So let me know your thoughts on that one. I mean, what do you want our athletes to do out there in the public sphere? Do you want them to to tell you what you think? Or do you want them to say what they think? I know which side I'm on of that one. We'll get to all of that throughout the course of the day on 0457 736 736. Glenn Maxwell's resuming training, um, set to avoid sanction. In The word embarrassment or being embarrassed has been floated this morning by his manager. So he'll be named today in the T20 squad to face the Windies after being managed out of the three-match ODI series that comes before it. So they're still looking into the hospitalisation issue. But at this stage, as we discussed with Scott Bailey yesterday, there seems seems to be no concern for the integrity unit to become involved. They've had chats about this, and his manager, Ben Tippett, has said, Maxi has spoken to George Bailey yesterday. We've spoken to them. They've spoken to us, and it's done. It's more like you're in hospital, and are you okay? Are you all right? So that may be the bottom line underneath uh, the Glenn Maxwell issue. Ronald Volkman's surgery is going to be paid for by the Warriors. So at least we've got a good outcome on this one. He'll fly to New Zealand to undergo the surgery. The Warriors have agreed to pay for his shoulder treatment, but the RLPA is likely to pursue further matters on this one and continue to look after. So without a club, one of the questions was who's going to be responsible for the payment of this medical issue that he's got. The Dragons have said goodbye to Volkman and the Warriors have said, okay, if you come home, have the surgery, we'll look after you. So a good one there. In football, the Socceroos have drawn with Uzbekistan to seal top spot in the Asian Cup group. Um, It was a one-all draw in the end. And from what I've read, I didn't see it, but from what I've read and heard this morning and the opinions of those is that it wasn't the most flattering of outcomes, but they finish that with the top spot in the group, which is a good outcome in the Asian Cup. 0457 736 736. Let me know your thoughts on all of the issues in front of us today. It's going to be a busy one, folks. It's going to be hot 
around Sydney, but a busy morning that we've got lined up for you. one 1170 is our open line number.